is all things entertainment. Come on. This is the Red Eye Report with Vida. Come on. How you doing all things entertainment on this good Sunday? Man, I'm just uh, writing some music, doing some creative work. Me and Museum doing an album. We're going to give it free to the public. 60 nice. It's a gospel album, you know? It's like rap, rap and gospel. Come on. And, oh, that's uh, what we need right now. Somebody. I said we need that right now. We need inspirational, uplifting, positive music. This is yeah. what the world needs. More love. a lot of like uh, Kanye and Chance the Rapper type beats, so I believe you guys will like it. And we talk about okay. a lot of controversial stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> Man, we gotta talk about that type of stuff. That's what I'm saying. People be living on um, like the ostrich with their head on the ground. This is <laughs> not this is not up. that Nicki Minaj flow. This is that Lauren Hill type flow. Mm. We, we had that type of flow in the minute when you think of you know, nobody mm, man. Music is weird right now. Let me just tell y'all home people. For me, music is weird. What I like the Bye bye to y'all be like y'all for real you listen to them niggas you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. um I don't listen to a lot of the the new cats I'm more I'm old school like you know that ninety um late uh but some of them new cats they do be hitting hard you guys don't I just be having this my only one problem like cause you like a lot of people don't know like you know like they do know but. Music is genre based, so basically, mm-hmm. you know, every everybody wants to think when we say hip hop, that that's the umbrella. But then there's sub genres of hip hop, and then you got rap music, you got the mumble rap genre, you know, you got various genres of drill. So I listen to a lot of drill music, and yeah. also drill music being like about shooting and killing and shit, and yeah. it'd be funny because. The young niggas that be spitting all this shit with the guns and shit, you be like, well, if you really did all that dirt, you notice this, if you don't know music, it's basically acting for your ears is a movie for your ears. That's what music is. It's a movie for your ears, where uh, movies is movies for your sight and ears, but uh, music is like a movie. And you gotta know some of your artists, man. They not living that shit. They be a little bust if they were doing the shit they were doing. Come on. Yeah, I do like the combat drill music. That's what I call it. Like the New York Come on. type. But I, I talk yeah, about, talk about, I talk about stuff. That's why I said it's gospel because gospel music in the Christian or like religious um, sector, the genre is considered to be secular because even Chance the Rapper, he's, he like raps about God and stuff, but he curses here and there. So that's kind of like how my music is. Well, I like um, Chance the Rapper. You know, he's... um. He actually, you know, he's got some bars, you know, uh, you know, because what we, we, we were really actually, what we're happening is, is we're seeing a emergency of the lyricals and the bars because we were, boy, that mumble rap had us gone for at least seven years, you know what I'm talking that mumble, boy. So now we coming back to people. But my only problem now, though, since we moving a little bit beyond mumble rap and we're coming back to the lyrical content, I still feel people are now drowning their vocals out with the beat. Like, I shouldn't be competing with the beat to hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's people that don't know how to uh, mix it. 
That's because everybody's, everybody's doing their own music at home instead of going to a professional that actually knows what they're doing. Come on now, I need them tone levels right because I want to hear what you're saying. And if, 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 like I said again, if the beat is all over here and you're actually spitting some real shit, but I can't really hear it because I'm having to decipher your beat. Right? No, our beats are, oh my gosh. We're doing a lot of like, um, I call it combat drill music because I do have that combat and then drill because I'm like drilling things in your head, but at the same time, it's kind of like, uh, Kanye West sound like you know like slavery music and I'm talking about slavery I'm talking about everything that's happening now I'm talking about you know what the Chinese people are going through you know right now with the COVID-19 I'm talking about everything you can possibly do. Well, well see that's what I like about when you say that because see that's what see a lot of people when they like you just said drill combat music a lot of people think when they hear drill music they instantly think drill music is has got a fierce beat and you gotta have real lyrics back, you know. And they don't gotta be about killing things. It's just, it's about the energy and <clears throat> you just, it's something about that that sound though. Cause that's a, that's a Pacific sound, all uh, things. And I really love that sound right now. Uh, I like pop smoke in it. Share uh, G right now is another one, you know. And it's amazing too, because in some aspects, those people I just named, they were New York artists, and you know, technically, drill music emerged over there in Chicago, and then it trickled to the UK, and by way of UK, came back to New York. And I'm laughing at the shit because of how it went, though, all things, because when drill was really hitting, like, not hitting, it's hitting even harder now, but like, in its embassy days, I remember when there was that white boy, Slim Jesus, and everybody was talking about him doing it, and then he did have a fire track, I might add, with shit, and then that was the same time that M.A. came out with her shit, right? And I remember, I was around people and shit, CC, and we heard that, and they were telling me the shit was garbage, and shit, and I'm like, that shit is some fire, and but what I'm basically saying, they tried to say she was garbage, and they tried to say the train was garbage, but look who got the last laugh in essence, because what I'm basically saying is see what you thought was garbage actually was some shit. And now look, now now what I'm basically saying is, so you say your shit, because you know that drill music be like that stomp music, like you at the, um, you know, you at college, university, that then, you know, we out there pledging and shit, walk the line, that's, that's shit that I get in you. It, look, if I'm down, I'll go listen to some drill music. That should have picked you up quick. Come on. Yeah, and then also I, I talked about a little bit, kind of like what's happening. Remember I told you that everything that's happening with COVID-19 is kind of like 9-11 when 9-11 happened. How they signed some, sort of, they signed some sort of treaty or whatever, a bill. They passed the bill to get rid of our you know, constitutional rights. Now they just passed the bill. Senate just passed the bill two days ago that says that the FBI can spy on every single American citizen because since we're at home on lockdown, they want to see what we're doing on the computer so that we're not conspiring. So now they're allowed to look at your internet browser and your history by law. Well, you know, you, uh, I got to tell you, that's some new information here in the Red Eye Report. I mean, I'm going to do some, uh, as I like to tell the people hold some more investigative journalism and the, you know, to compare notes on that because for right now, I did do a little bit of things 
And from my understanding, you're right, the Senate did pass the bill, but it's not been signed in the law as of yet. Not that saying that it won't be, but, it it, was. but it's, huh? I heard that it was, so it was on national television and it was even on, uh, you know, newsletters online. So that's how I well, found that's, crazy. that's crazy. Like I said, did I, I look, look. I, damn, I must be one of the people with my head on the ground. Cause that, cause let me just say, and here's another thing though too. I, ain't nobody outraged by that. No. See, that's the type of shit nobody I tell them. Nobody outraged because they're not paying attention. Oh, uh, but that's what I told him. That's what Stewart's bitch ass was all about, y'all. See, when he exposed all that shit, he did it because he knew you dumb dummies would be outraged at first, and then after the outrage comes acceptance. And after acceptance comes the new norm. And see, here we are now at the new norm. I'm not comfortable with the new norm, all things. And everybody here at the Red Eye Report, y'all listening to us and shit, y'all shouldn't be comfortable with anybody looking at what your browser history got going. My browser history is nasty. Let me tell you, I look up all types of shit. That's personal. I wouldn't want my aunt to look at it, let alone my cousin. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I don't really. I mostly go on live and I do, you know, like writing music and I look up beats and stuff. That's most of what I do. And then my emails, because I'm I'm consumed with other things at home. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. A lot of people do have some questionable things on their browser. <laughs> I mean, some of y'all gonna be in trouble straight away. Yo, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there, y'all motherfuckers with that strange porn in your browser history, go ahead and delete that. I won't call no names out, but y'all niggas that like monkey slapping monkey balls, y'all need to get that shit gone, because I'm telling you, it's gonna get you in trouble. Oh my God, you're funny. <laughs> mm. Me, I yeah, hope the people- uh, What was the topic that we were gonna talk about the other day? Well, I had one for you today, and I, and I, and I, and I was on this good Sunday, because it seemed like it's good energy, and I was talking to my brother earlier, and he had said something to me that he finally understood. So I wanted to bring it to the people. He said he finally understood that nothing could make him happy but himself. And he realized that people could aid in that. But at the end of the day, he can't make other people happy unless he's happy with himself. And that's what he was trying. And it was a detrimental to his own mental and emotional stability. Now, what do you think about that, about happiness? The topic I'm referring to is happy, and what do you feel when you think of happy, and how do you find yourself making one happy? Because especially here in this time of corona, when people are stuck in the house, and some people are used to validations from others, and you can't get that right now. Right. For me, like we were talking about with your friend Jones the other day, we were having a podcast. You were asking me, how do I get through cyber cyberbullying and how mm -hmm. do I get past that? But what one of the things that I wanted to tell you was that, you know, happiness comes from you. Like it doesn't matter what people say or do to you. You have to make the choice to be happy because I struggled with depression. I had mm. to make the choice to say, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter what anybody says. And and I learned that from the law of attraction. From listening Come to on. the positive affirmations when it's like, what other people think of me is none of my business. 
you know mm. that's so true and I've been in relationships where like I said guys will stop talking to me because they don't get an answer right away or validation right away from me and it's like it's not up to me to make you happy you know don't be selfish you know and think that it's all about you come on you have yeah. to learn how to make yourself happy. Will Smith said it. He's like, I'm not responsible for Jada's happiness. She is. I can add to her happiness. Yes. But she's responsible for her own happiness. Mm. That goes back to you, that goes back to how can somebody love you? Or how can you love someone if you don't love yourself? Well, how can you? Mm-hmm. Well, let me. How do you know what love is, though? Like, when we break that down, like, how do you know if you're happy? How do you know? what love is I see I know a lot of people that can identify with lower emotional uh, state so if we were putting emotions on a scale anger mad all of them would be on the low end of the spectrum it takes much more happy um, satisfied um, serenity those rank up higher on the list because it takes more effort to be those things. It's easy to be angry. It's easy yeah. to be mad. Exactly. Fuck around. Those emotions are easy. Go-to emotions. That's why you'll find them at the lower spectrum first and then as you go up. So understand, you have to go past being mad and angry to get the happy. <laughs> That's some shit now. And then you have to be happy to get the love. Come on now. Yep. And be love. You can't have love and not. How do you love it and not be happy at the same? It's crazy. You can't. They come on. Yeah, I feel like you know that's why meditation helps me out. I feel like everyone needs their own thing, like something to focus on that's gonna get your mind off of, you know, depression. You know, yeah. whatever it is that you're going through. Well, I like that because everybody needs a moment of clarity, so what's your comfort food is is it a slice of pizza right what that brings you a little bit of happiness is it mom's baked spaghetti you know what i'm saying like everybody needs to have some little piece of happiness i feel every now and again yeah. like for me i do a lot of writing like i said i mm. i wrote about 100 tracks already mm. one mixtape album whatever you want to call it we're going to release it free to the public you know because these are things that people need to hear and at the same time I'm relieving myself I'm able to escape and get away and I'm not doing something crazy you know I like it and you being creative right now in the era um, when um, when that's what we need to be doing right now right now like um, Jones had told us he said people right now should be taking this time and join this not having to go through the rat race right now because he said it's going to be plenty of time to get back to the race and not going to be enough time to relax again. You know what I mean? So I feel like I know it's bad. Y'all niggas want to be out and about. Uh, I guess. I don't know, man. I it see just, that thing just brought me back to my job. And let me tell you, it's stressful. It's really stressful. And now they're saying that they want me to take over the company. My boss basically wants me to take over his spot on the days that he's not there. That is stressful. And it's a lot. I, I tell him, I'm like, I can't because when I was in a long-term relationship, I was in a nine-year relationship with the father of my kids. And one okay. thing that did affect our relationship was I was a general manager, you know, for, for food stands, working at um, 
sports stadium. So I would work events like concerts, all kinds of sports, you name it. And that consumed my life so much so that I would make plans with my ex like on New Year's and then I wouldn't make it home till one in the morning. And I know that disappointed him. That took a toll on our relationship. So it's like, do I really want to go through that again? I don't know. Come on now. The money's good, but like we're getting to the point in our lives, even with the quarantine, it makes you realize, you know, what matters the most. What matters the most? Come on now. Money isn't you everything. Know. Money is, you know, I want to, and again, I always like to repeat this for my people at home. You need to be grateful and thankful that money comes to you from various sources, increasing the means on a continuous basis. That's the first thing. Let's get that out of the way. I'm grateful and I'm thankful that money comes to me, increasing the amounts on a continuous basis Amen. from various sources. And when we get that out of the way, so now we done took our dependency away from money. Because we're thankful for it, and we know it comes to us. You see what I'm saying? So, to the other people that be focused on that money, on that bag, 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 bag. Man, you can have as many bags as you want, but that don't mean you're happy. That don't mean you're satisfied in life. Yeah, you got good money. But what else you got? Yeah, you got fancy Like my aunt, she uh, she's always chasing her degrees and shit. She got a bunch of degrees. Very successful. But she's living above her means. She got all that money. She pays too much in her car, too much in her apartment. She hasn't had any children, and she's not married yet. She's already in her 40s, going on to her mid-40s. I Come mean, on. it sucks for her. Holidays sucked. She's always alone. She has nobody to be with. It's like money she, and everything. Does she own her house? What? Does she own her own house? See, that's the thing. She don't even own her own house. She's renting and she's paying a lot of money. She's living above her means. Oh, they want to keep up with the Joneses and look good. Well, let me ask you this question because say uh, you bought a house, right? Everything, right? Say you bought a house, right? Mm-hmm. And you bought it out in cash. So then I came to you and I said, well, look, well, how much did you pay on it? Would you be afraid to tell me how much you paid on it, even though you paid for it in cash and you were fortunate, or would you just tell me as us being people? What, what is I, that? I, I would freaking tell you. I'm getting ready. Listen, as a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to buy this fucking. It's a yeah, it's a broke down house, but you can move it anywhere for five thousand, and I'm looking for land to put it on right now. That's the type of shit you gotta do. Buy homes like that and repair them and get money. My mother See, that's what I'm that. saying. My mother-in-law bought a house for $5,000 cash in Indiana with like four or five bedrooms, attic, um, basement, backyard, nice garage. They fixed everything and then they sold it for like 200000 And then they gave it to the kids fifty k. See what I'm talking about? That's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. No different. Let me tell you. I, I, I respect that. Come on now. And see, mm-hmm. I, that, that is what I'm going to tell you again. As we being, uh, I, I, I was like, here to read our report, look. Sometimes we talk about race, but at the end of the day, it's all about being human. And, and I feel like as a human being, when you were able to buy that house and that house might have cost you 250 and you were able to say that out loud, I was able to keep the 250 cash for this house and I ain't got no mortgage, you should be proud of that. And you yep. shouldn't want to hold that back from anybody. Hell, let that's the type of shit. Let me glow in your happiness 
And that shit motivate me with like, if you did it, then I can do it. And that's the type of, you know, you keeping that shit like a secret. Like you only want yourself to be able to buy some. You're always that way. If I, if I know what the deal is, all things, I'm gonna send you to get the same deal too. I ain't hard pressed on, like some people get good opportunities and they keep them to their chest and shit. And I keep trying to tell them, knowledge is power. So why are you trying to keep that power to yourself? Come on. Right. You know, it's just amazing that you could buy things for cheap and then turn them into something even greater, you know. And, and I feel like that's one thing that I did. I give it to white people. I learned that from white people, you know. Invest, 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 invest. I learned that a lot. Like, my ex, he was white, and he taught me how to invest in stocks. A lot of people don't know that. My family, they have a lot of money because they invest in stocks, like Morningstar, you know, and other stocks. That's where they get mm-hmm. most of their money from. You know, and then I'm learning about this thing called uh, forex trading. You know, which my mom does, and she's very successful. You know, and that's all off social media. I met this guy um, off social media, and he turns out it turns out that he knows my mother. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. With social media, like this is the time we got to take advantage of the online. I do lives all the time so I can interact with people. You know, I hashtag things, and that's how people follow me. You know, I do a lot of business online. Half of these people, I in the beginning, I didn't even meet them face-to-face. I talked to most of these people for like a whole year before I even met them face-to-face. All off online. Come on now. Because that's where it's at. Now, that's what we talk about, how social media can transition you to various other realms and media. But some people only look at the socialism part of the shit. And I'd be like, if you've been doing social media, bitch, you've been doing social distancing. Like, it shouldn't be that hard, you know, to get yourself that degree of separation. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right about the investing. That's all. Look, I always tell invest in your stocks and bonds, but then invest in yourself. Some of you morons don't even want to invest in yourself. How you expect somebody else to want to invest in you and you afraid to put $4 on yourself? Mm-hmm. I had to invest in my school. I was going to two different colleges. One of them gave me financial aid. The other one I had to pay out of pocket, unfortunately. But Come on. I, finished, I finished the program and you know how many certifications I have now that people in the military have that they had to go through the military to get or that they had to go through a police academy to get? See? We like to skip ahead of the class. That's what I'm trying to tell folks. We don't like to, you see, that's what I'm trying to tell people. Like, it'd be weird. I'm weird for me because I'm different. I can, and what I mean by this is, for example, I like, uh, like you said, you went and did such and such and such, and now you know how to put up a website, right? So mm-hmm. I fuck with you. So now you just said, well, look, beat all, look. We ain't doing shit here. Look how you put up a website. Now you done taught me how to put up a website. You see what I'm saying? And now I yep. can pass that on. See, I love how we can gather knowledge and pass knowledge on and information. See, I'm not a harbinger. Like when we talk about the universe up here, the laws of attraction, we want to share that with you. A lot of these things that can help an individual, help you succeed in life. People know this shit, but they want to keep it a secret. And it's not meant to be a secret. God didn't want it to be a secret. He wants it to be out there. The more every 
man, it's all a, look. I want us all to be successful and shit. Some people only want themselves to be successful, and they do hate, and they do. Like, look, I don't know successful people that actually surround themselves with people that want successful too. That's what I'm telling you. Now I know some successful people that surrounded themselves with some lesser people because mm-hmm. they wanted to make themselves feel great. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And prime example is, and this is just off the movie, Four Brothers, look at the boss and Four Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's people up there, he making them eat off the floor and shit. It won't happen for them to come to them guys and make a backdoor deal because of how the boss was treating them. You don't treat your subordinates like that. Because they right. fuck around and have you in the ice. That's what we sing. Right, right. And also, when it comes to success, when you say successful, it's not how much money you have. It's mm. how much you've done. Because mm. you could be broke all you want. Like, look at Iverson. He lost a lot of money, Allen Iverson. But right. he was a fucking MVP. The dude was shorter than everybody, crossing everybody the fuck up. And he was one of my favorite basketball players, even to this day. He still is. Tell him now. Tell him. So success is not about how much money you have. It's what you have done. The most important thing in this life is what do you do with your time? How do you use Come on. I like what you said ever again. You can't judge a man's success by his money. That's, man, I know, we know real successful people. Look at Michael Jordan. Look at the documentary, The Last Dance. It's coming to find out. People are like, damn, Mike seems like he's an ass on the low. Come on. That's what you get if you look at the documentary. Yeah. I mean, anytime, what was it, Horace Grant? And it's just a little insert. When he felt that Horace Grant didn't play a good game, he would tell the staff not to feed him. This is MJ telling the staff not to feed another man because he felt they didn't have a good game and now they shouldn't eat. Man, I would be to beat somebody's ass. Let me just keep it real. I'd have beat beat the staff's ass for even going along with the shit. That's old school discipline. My stepdad used to do that to me. I had a stepfather from Cuba. And anytime I would do something wrong, he would send me to bed without eating. And everybody else in the house would eat. So that's old school type of, uh, you know. I mean, I get the old school look. My peoples, I'm a military brat. My mm-hmm. dad didn't beat you. He made you do crazy calisthenics, two inches, push-ups, all other type of crazy jumping jacks till you're about to faint. Like you're in boot camp. So I know what you're talking about. But what I'm telling you, though, is, and all things, and I hope you feel me on this, this is a grown man telling another grown man not to eat. Mm-hmm. Because they think that they're greater. That's a greater statement. You're not greater, nigga. We're on the same team. I'm that's that. That's, that's that. And I'm an elbow, whoever you, whoever you got to co-sign that shit, I'm, I'm punching everybody. That's real shit to me. Not gonna have you not eat. Cause I had a bad game, and that's, that's your that, that's, that's that Jay Z coon mentality. That's what come on. talking about with Jay Z. I love you, Jay Z, but we all know Jay Z has become a coon. We know that shit. Come on, come on. It's like you cutting people's checks and stopping bags now because you think you're God. And even Boozy said it. He's like, what Jay Z says is not law. I don't have to do what he tells me to do. Come on now. How do you feel it about that? 
What? Look. Well, I'm going to tell you like this right here. It's difficult when you look at successful people like them and shit. And, you know, and you be like, well, your man's a billionaire. And, you know, you know, then what people don't really understand, I'm trying to break this down the best way I can and all things. So what people don't, when they say you're a billionaire, now what we're getting into is your liquids and your um your liquid assets and shit. What yep. is your physical? What is your money and all this stuff? And this is how mm-hmm. we add to get. So, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you got a billion dollars. No, fool, that's, a, that's businesses. That's mm-hmm. the combined amount what the business is worth. If I were to sell the business, that's included in my wealth, and then various other things is calculated to get my wealth to where it's supposed to be. So now that I've got this particular amount of wealth, how am I supposed to be? Because now I'm in a bracket that most motherfucking black people won't even be able to fathom. How do I help my people now that I'm here and I was there with them and half the people that are now my age, they supported me to get here. They bought into this and shit. Mm-hmm. And they promoted with through their money and through my various business transactions. You know, they supported my alcohol. They supported my clothing line. They supported this. They Without y'all support, it would be nothing. So how do I give back to the community? And that's the difference between him to, to, to me, him and Beyonce. I feel like Beyonce gives back a little bit more to the community than Jay does. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. then, you know, people be like, well, you don't know what be going on behind the scenes, so that's easy for y'all to be over here, couch arms, sideline commentators. But hell, that's what we get paid to do, y'all. We get paid to be commentators on this right. type of shit. But even without that being said, though, Hit us out though, because I had a motherfucker tell me this. Um, all things. They were like, well, what is he supposed to do? Give all his money away? And you know, and I and I felt that was insulting to me and to them, and to even suggest that a person that's filthy rich should give all their money away to help people. That's stupid talk. That is just dumb. It's not realistic. I'm just saying to you that. If you got this amount of money, I don't want to hear you donate. Look, I shouldn't hear during this corona thing, you're taking collections from the people to kick in for something. Like, this is what I should hear. Oh, I hear, I should hear, oh, so-and-so just gave 15 million on a donation. I shouldn't be hearing so-and-so to partner up with so-and-so. Now they doing a drive to get you to donate. Why you get me to donate? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, I heard about Mark Werber. You know, he got a couple of restaurants, him and his brothers over there in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they basically took the financial aid for the for the burger restaurants. Now, you know that dude worth like 60 million. And um, his people at the restaurants were like, well, they thought that he was gonna like double that or whatever, but he just gave them what the, what, you know, what the, what the benefits were and shit. And this is the type of thing that we saying like, yo, nigga, you rich. Why the fuck did you need to take UK money when you could have just came out your pocket? That shit wouldn't even hurt you. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I sometimes I feel like it's dumb to me when you're got to, like, again, um, all things. I, I, this is another one. 
back and forth between you and I. If you got a hundred thousand dollars, and I say to you, let me hold ten, you'll be like, okay. But if I say to you, you got a hundred thousand and I've got a hundred thousand, and then you say, well, well, let me hold twenty thousand. Does that make any sense? We both got a hundred thousand dollars. Why do you need to borrow any money from me? Right. Spend your money. And that's what I'm balling down to. Rich people don't like to spend their money. They love to spend everybody else's money, but their money. Fuck around. And then you wonder how they got their money. The perks and shit that comes along with being rich. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of perks. Fuck around. Motherfuckers giving you them birthday bags. You know what I'm talking about. Motherfuckers don't give you that bottle. Shit like that. Oh, you in the restaurant just having your presence in here gonna give us double numbers. Dinner on us. Shit like that. Exactly. That's why I said I want to start a sports restaurant because I have, you know, connections. And just by people being there, it'll, you know, it'll generate you money. Right, and then I want to give back. My big thing is, why have a business if you're not going to give back? I mean, every to each his own. If you want to have money and it's all about you and it's all about money, whatever. I don't give a fuck. That's your deal. But for me, I want to give back, you know, especially since I know what it's like not to have. You know, people think like, I. some people think like I've always had a silver spoon in my mouth or whatever. I haven't. Like, yeah, my grandmother spoiled me, but we were poor. Like when she spoiled me and, you know, she she had me like a little princess and I was a brat. We were right. still poor. Like we were living in a house when we moved down from up north. We moved down to Florida. And we were it was like, you know, country living, right? And um right. basically there was like four of us sleeping on one bed and there was roaches everywhere. I mean, as soon as you cut off those lights, roaches were everywhere because of the type of house that we lived in. We lived in a trailer. It wasn't even an actual home. You know, like Ooh, yeah. Trailers and trailers. Look, I've been in those situations with you where you had to put tissue in your ears because the roaches might run across the pillow. Right. That type of shit. Come right. on now. That's what no I'm talking with your mouth open. You know, I've been in the projects. I, I'm, look, I, look, I, that's why I tell people. I just seen the ghetto. I don't talk about the ghetto no more. I seen it. Right. And then I saw the ghetto turning. And what I try to tell everybody, there's a hood everywhere. Yep. What? You can't have neighborhood without a hood. You get what I'm telling them? It's a hood everywhere. Right. Again, some hoods are raw than others. But I've been trying to tell them. Oh, you y'all must have state y'all safe because y'all in suburbia hoods. Y'all know suburbia hoods is just as raw as the urban ghetto hoods. The only difference be the type of shit they do. They be the kidnap four motherfuckers, had them in their basement for three years. Shit like that. That's what go down in those type of neighborhoods. And shit, motherfuckers be looking like, man, I know him all. Man, I would not have thought he had two people in the basement. I mean, he was so friendly. Every now and again, he asked me that I needed to cut my grass. We done shed a beer. We, we done did a cookout. Yo, he used to come to community function. <laughs> right. Um, you know what I'm saying? I just didn't know. See what I'm saying? Looking like a weirdo. No, because see, what we found it now is, in Trump's era, the weirdos no longer try to disguise themselves. See, in the uh, in Barack's era, the weirdos were at least trying to disguise themselves you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Try to blend in a little bit better. Man, you yeah. can look, line up five people. 
I bet you two of them are fucking weirdos. Mm-hmm. That's so shit. Everybody has their own demons. That's why whenever I deal with people, I already know everybody has their own demons. Especially the people that try to like call you out. Like if somebody tries to attack your character, those are the those are the main people that have their own fucking demons that you'll just never know. They'd be the weirdest motherfuckers, like probably fucking sucking on dirty toenails and shit. You just never know. You never know. You never know what a motherfucker will do when the doors and the lights off. Like I said, yeah, me personally, I'm gonna tell you to clean them dirty toes. You know what I'm talking about? I ain't with the shit. Some of you. Yeah, bad hygiene. That's all I'm saying. Like to a certain type of shit, I be telling motherfuckers, this is a dirty disease. What do you mean? Your ass is dirty. Mm-hmm. Look, you say that you felt like you might have came in contact with it at that cookout. Well, obviously, yeah. what it tells me, somebody at that cookout was motherfucking dirty when they were handling the food. You know what I mean? Well, well, you took the words out of my mouth. I didn't even have to say it. Come on, this is only makes sense to me. Like, if that shit ain't true, then tell me something different. Cause I'm like, some of you motherfuckers, look, if I had to see four videos, if they running videos, telling a motherfucker how to wash their hands, and you're 35 years old, and this is the first time you realize you should wash between your fingers, we need to take you back all the way back down. Cause now I know for certain you're not washing your nuts. And you're not watching in between your toes. And we're not even going to talk about your bungalow hole because I'm pretty sure you're not putting no soap today. Come on now. And two people that are out there washing yourself with your hands and a motherfucking bar of soap. Hell, can you answer me a question, please? As I sit here and talk to all things. Um, how do you get into the creases and the offices areas of your body with soap in your hand? I think you need a washcloth to get to those places. I use a washcloth, yeah, definitely to get in there. And I like to do a lot of, I, I like to do once a week a bath because ladies, it gets in there, you know, in those certain areas. And you put a little bit of um, apple cider vinegar, the one that comes with the mother, and you put it in there, get your whip or snapper right back into place, and it'll clean you out. Come on now. Come on now. You don't need to be right, right all on. kinds of things because sometimes females have their period and I can smell it. And my period doesn't <laughs> smell like that. I'm just saying. Come on now. Come on now. Tell them again now. It's about being so y'all really need to do that and shit because, you know, y'all smelling like period and it's two weeks later. That bitch has been <laughs> gone for two weeks. How y'all still smelling like that? That don't make sense. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I smell it when I go in the bathroom. I can smell the females in the next stall. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know. And that's what I'm saying to y'all, sis. Like, because see, some of y'all don't even know. Let's get, I mean, because let's get into the shit stand right here, right now then. Let's talk about it, we'll say. Let's talk about it. What about the tissue shit? Because I today had to go like to 50 different places to try to find some tissue. And I just scratch my head when I see the shells are bare with no tissue and no napkins at the so-called name brand stores and they want to blame it on Corona. Corona only been around a month and a half. How the fuck we run out of stock? And for the last fucking three years, we've been making stock. It don't make sense to me. Niggas got warehouses full of shit. They just yep. don't want to send this shit out. But better yet, They're not releasing it. But to me, I'm asking the people at home that rushing out, how much motherfucking tissue 
are y'all using to wipe y'all ass? And yet y'all using that much. Tell me this. How y'all still got shitty ass? Because I see y'all. Y'all walk around. Y'all know who y'all are. When y'all be walking, y'all got that, I got shit in my ass. Well, <laughs> y'all need to take it out. Stop this playing. That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all, some of y'all ain't even, what do you mean? Wipe your ass properly. I be in the public bathrooms. No tissue be in them. Three pieces of tissue be in it. If y'all using that little amount of tissue in public place, how much tissue are you using at home? Because it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, I know. Y'all use tissue for napkins and shit. Y'all use tissue washing to dry your dishes and shit. You know, y'all use tissue when you're sweating. And that's how you wipe your face and shit. Because I'm trusting me. Some of y'all, man, what are y'all doing? How many times do you roll tissue around to wipe your ass? I roll this shit around. One, two, two. You need about a good eight squares and a fold to be able to get yourself good. And you know what I'm talking about? Shit me. Yeah, that shit has to cover my hand. Otherwise, I'm, there not, it is. I'm not even going <laughs> to... Cause then you got you got fecal matter all in your hands. You touch your eye, next thing you know you got kink eye. Man, let me tell you this right. I seen with this motherfucker tell on TV where you take the tissue right, a square, a three squares, and you poke a hole in the middle of it, and that's how you wipe yourself and you save tissue. This is the problem that I have with it. Why the fuck do I want to have shit on my fingers? Cause that's what that leads to. Simple and plain. Now you got do the fingers. And I'm gonna call you stink finger from here on out. Why wouldn't I? Shit me. Nah, I don't play with shit like that. Come on. What about the girls with the long nails that you see? I be seeing shit in their fingers sometimes. Well, they got no trust but they have shit in their fingers. You know what I'm talking about? Because they're like, look, I asked these same four questions that you just, I, 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 I got three more to add to that. Ones with the long nails, how do they wipe it good? The ones with the booties. How do y'all wash that? And let alone wipe that. Is it that people help you? Or do you have to squat? How do you get that thoroughly washed? Do you have to use a, a, a brush or something? I mean, because what I'm telling you is, and not be a friend, you tell people at home, I've got this thing, you're gonna learn something today. You're gonna learn today. Mm-hmm. I call it the uninvited and the invited. Some of you girls, Y'all got that nice thickness, nice ass, small, big. It don't matter. Y'all got them inviting butt cheeks. Look like you ready. It's just so inviting. Then some of y'all got the uninviting. That shit looks scary. Look like it a what bite of a Huh? What are you talking about? All right. So basically what I'm saying is, so when women walk, when ladies walk, they got to sway they walk with their hips and their ass and shit. So when they walk, some women have this inviting walk, like, oh, you know, I'm not like saying they're inviting the world to hit them, but what I'm saying, if you were privileged to get a chance to touch them, that would be a wonderful experience. You see what I'm saying? Then you got some people that's walking around here like the uninvited. And the uninvited <laughs> means you don't want no parts to that. That shit will break you. That shit will, and look, some people have went against the grain and have tried to hit the uninvited. And they learn that the uninvited is the uninvited because of what it is. That booty is booty. <laughs> and you, no parts of it. That's what I'm telling you. That shit don't get wet. That shit's an oasis. Oh that shit God. got a smell to it. You know what I'm saying? Let me just tell you, you be thinking to yourself because see, 
it be some fat asses. That's what I'm trying to tell people. It be some, like, you see them fat asses and you look at it, they be moving in the jeans. They got tight jeans, fit jeans on. Everything making the thing seem like it should be that shit, right? But then when you look at it and you look at the split and how that shit come together, look, your ass don't even move. How your ass that fat and you them tight ass jeans and your ass just stand there? Bitch is an What the fuck? <laughs> you push that bitch. It don't even push back out. Look, I know little booties. You push in, they push back out. Big booties. You push in, this shit just stay there like, damn, what is you? You fuck is that mold? What the fuck? What? You what are you talking out. about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna clear up for you again. So again. With the booties, soft booties, nice booties, firm booties. You can touch them when they walk. They got a nice little bounce to them. They got their own, just like a dude, and I'm saying the same thing for the dudes at home, just like a dude that's not being overconfident, he's not being defeated, but it's a certain kind of way he walk with his chest up, with his neck up, and it's just a level. You be like, okay, damn, look at his energy. You can tell with him, that he gave you the pipe, it's gonna be right. That's I then always, I always read guys like that. I'm just being honest. On. Nine times out of ten, I'm always right. See what? See what? All things in the table this time. I'm talking. I'm telling y'all the truth now. But look, you look at that. Then you see these other guys, and you can just tell by how they walking, how they moving. Oh, they gonna fuck lazy. Oh, you can already tell. It's going to be all about them. They're not going to be worrying about if you get yours or not. You can just know that it's not going to be a fulfilling experience. And that's the same thing about the uninvited and the uninvited. When you look at a girl, you can just tell like, oh, man, she probably got that wet with. Oh, man, she dried in the Sahara Desert. Shit like that. It's about how they carry themselves, how they walk. And again, when people think you being arrogant or fragrant, when you got confidence, what is wrong with having confidence about yourself in this world? And that's the problem. A lot of y'all lack confidence. Come on. And you have to have it out here as far as I'm concerned. Motherfuckers are trying to walk over you. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Now, uh, CC, you were telling them, you you, you, so you, you used to do the same thing with these dudes. You could tell by something about how they carry themselves, how they moving, if they got the tools to do the do. Hello. We still there? Hello. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, as y'all know, I'm with All Things Entertainment. This is the Red Eye Report, just in case this um. Uh, 